What is the worst thing about going on holiday? Getting ill before you go? The worry about the suitcase being overweight? Or forgetting your swimming trunks? I've worried about these more than I care to admit, but that wasn't the reason for the question. The answer I had in mind was the inbox. Specifically, the work email inbox. Whilst holidays are important and needed, the thought of coming back to a gazillion emails is pretty daunting. Do all these messages really need my attention? I'm sceptical at the best of times. Not long ago, I heard a story whereby a member of senior management took a properly brutal approach to coming back to a full inbox. As it was told, the individual would set his autoresponder message to say, Thank you for your email. Unfortunately, I am out of the office and your email will not be read. Upon my return, I shall delete all emails received whilst away. If your email is important, please resend when I have returned. Thanks. I don't think I have the balls to do this, but wow. It's not my favourite approach, that's for sure, but it does make you wonder. When I returned from Barcelona for New Year's Eve this year, the email icon burst into life almost immediately upon opening Outlook. The count of unread emails was far higher than I wanted, and so began the slow process of reading through seeing what needed to be dealt with. It was at this point I had a moment of realisation. The quality of email writing is really poor. I'll admit this was influenced by a number of cold emails from prospective vendors, each proclaiming their software would solve all my problems. I call BS on this. Oh, and I'm not interested. Your generic cold email approach referencing working with big names doesn't impress me. All it does is turn me off. Anyhow, that aside, there were too many long waffly emails, unclear ask emails, one-line emails. All this did was make it harder to discern the required action. That's when the grey matter started firing, culminating in the question, what makes a killer email? I believe the skill of writing a great email is becoming even more important. Writing well-crafted emails is being lost as replies get shorter, punctuation gets lost and responses are expected quicker. The ability to stand out in a sea of mediocrity is competitive advantage. With that, here are six simple steps to craft a killer email. Number one, subject line. Remember, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. This means keep it short and compelling, but make sure you get straight to the point. Example, avoid. Response required due to change in timescales that impacts the team's delivery. Use. Delivery timescale changes, Urgent response required. Simple, but effective. Number two, get the name right. This is a common courtesy, but is often missed. Granted, it is harder when addressing someone where it is not obvious which is forename and surname, but that is not an excuse. If this is the case, check any previous correspondence you have received to confirm which way round it is. Alternatively, try searching on LinkedIn. It can be an honest mistake, but there is nothing worse than Hello, Ellis. Number three, no long paragraphs. Have you noticed why this email has short, clear sentences? It's because blocks of text put readers off. If you bombard someone's inbox with a whirl of characters, don't be surprised if your email isn't read. Do you read long, waffly emails that go on forever? I certainly don't. So be concise and get to the point quickly. Pro tip. If you want to check your writing, use www.hemingwayapp.com. This is a great tool that checks your writing and indicates the level of readability. Sounds counterintuitive, but the lower the grade, the better. This means the reader will take in what you are saying and understand it quickly. Win-win. Number four, focus on one thing. It is easy to get sidetracked when writing emails, pulling in multiple discussion points. 
Avoid this. Try focusing on one point, this being the most important thing for you right now. Then comes the super important part. Express what you want with absolute clarity. Don't imply or skirt around the subject. Be polite and clear. Say what you want. Example. I have forwarded this because I need your approval by 5pm today so we can move ahead with the purchase. If we don't approve today, we will lose £50,000. Don't overthink it. Number five. Make it easy. This means make it easy to give an answer. If you are looking for a decision, set out the options clearly and recommend which one you want to progress with. If you need a yes-no answer, make it easy for the recipient to say which one they want. Usually, closed questions are a no-no, especially in coaching, but in this case, it is the ideal outcome. Example. A team need to purchase X software for £10,000 per annum. Do you agree with this? Number six. Sign off appropriately. The sign-off can feel like an afterthought, but it doesn't need to be that way. How you close out an email is just as important as your greeting. I would suggest you close out in the same manner as you greeted the person. This brings your digital letter full circle and nicely to a close. Example. I look forward to your response. Thank you in advance. Kind regards, Brendan. These are not hard and fast rules. I mean, far from it. Rather a guide that has worked very well for me. So much so that I pride myself on my email writing. But remember... You need to own your style of writing. The words you use, the tone of the email, the language used all add up to give an impression of the sender. So why not make it a great impression? Getting punctuation and grammar right goes without saying too. Poor PNG is another quick way to get the reader to close your email. If emails are too long or just look like blocks of text, the chances are it won't be read. The attention span of readers is shortening every day. On a slightly different but comparative note, the average TikTok user's attention span is just seven seconds. You may not be creating TikTok videos, but your email will be competing with other attention demands, that's for sure. So do all you can to capture your reader's attention. With that, have a great Sunday. See you next week.